Howdy do, San Francisco. Yeah, it's six o'clock. It's time for the outdoor comedy show here at Mutiny Radio. Yay! But we're going to hold for about 15 minutes as the throngs of people do not gather six feet apart here with their masks on. Well, they will be gathering, but they won't be gathering. We aren't like asking people to get are we past that aren't we almost in orange orange is my favorite color orange is my favorite color in the rainbow and it means that next week on the 24th we're supposed to be going to orange which means we'll be able to have 50 percent capacity inside and outside will still exist but everybody keep being safe you know only 455 people have died of covid in san francisco since the beginning of the pandemic so san francisco's doing something right so you're all wearing your masks and being rad and caring about your fellow man and that's what we're doing out here tonight here at mutiny radio at 21st and florida 2781 21st street here for the neighbors and the people in the deep mish and whoever else comes we have an amazing lineup of comedians for you tonight as we do every friday night here on Outdoor Comedy. You can be listening to us live at mutinyradio.fm or on our iTunes app or on Radio Box or wherever else you can figure it out. We also have podcasts that exist at mutinyradio.fm of all of our shows. So we're going to get started in about 15 minutes. This is 15 and uh, really an, an incredible lineup tonight. I hope everybody bundles up, buttercup, because the sun's still out, but... That wind is blowing right through me. I'm just an old, old woman. Uh, hey, we're going to listen to some Bughouse Square in the interim. And thanks for being here. Don't forget, you can always donate to Mutiny Radio at our Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word, with the Burt and Ernie logo. Don't ask why. It's not our logo. Just, it's a Burt and Ernie logo, and it's Mutiny Radio, all one word. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Mutiny Radio SF, and listen to some cool music right now while we get ready to make you laugh yay funny things the world's not falling apart i vacillate wildly between everything's gonna be okay and we're all gonna die but tonight everything's gonna be okay mutiny radio with eyes closed misunderstanding all you see Doesn't matter much to me. Let me take you down, cause I'm going strawberry fields. Nothing is real, and nothing to get hung about. Strawberry fields forever.
that is a yes, I mean a no, but it's all wrong. That is, I think I disagree. Let me think you down, cause I'm going to strawberry fields. Nothing is real.
ないんだ Yeah, Patty LaBelle, uh, funky music. Going back to the basement. This is this is uh, the wrong notes. R O N G K N O T E S. Um, they're on YouTube um, if you're interested. And this song might be called the wrong notes. I'm not sure. Uh <laughs> I wanted to put on the ABBA CD for Shelby, who will be performing tonight, but I can't find it. I put on my old lady glasses, and I looked around, and I'm like, where is it? So I found the best disco hits, and so that's going to have to suffice for Shelby.
We're going to start after this song. Can, can you feel the love? Oh, I have to turn up. Sorry, I have to turn up the volume out here. Hold on. Can you feel the love? Is that better? Is that more love? That's some love s sound love. It's weird. I like comedy in the sunshine. I feel like this is a normal thing. Every, everybody else is. Bundle up, Buttercup. The sun is giving us the spotlight. It's perfect. Super happy about it. Hey, real audience member. Hey, real audience member. Yeah. Hey, real audience member. Cross the street. I see it. I, I put these signs out. Nope. Everyone's like, no, it's, it's sunlight late now. We don't go out until the sun goes down. Oh. I was in uh, Spain once, and in Madrid, no one leaves until 11 p.m. No one leaves their house. If you're out before 11 and there's no one there, you're like, oh, my God, the city's dead. Okay, anyway, this isn't. I actually, I actually have to practice, like, super jokes for tonight. Hey, yeah, take a seat. What's up? Next week, I get to open for Hal Sparks. Does anyone know who that is? Is no one else a fangirl? I'm a fangirl. And there are so many things, reasons to be a fangirl. Like, there's queer as folk. Um, 
You know, there's Talk Soup from back in the day. There's Dude, Where's My Coles? Dude, Where's My Car? Dude, Where's My Car? Zoltan. There's all of these things, but what do I love Hal Sparks for? He is my favorite Disney dad. Does anybody know? He was the dad. Do you remember Hal Sparks from Lab Rats? You're young enough. I have abortions older than you. When I used to nanny, I watched Lab Rats with the child I nannied with, and it was great. Lab Rats is an amazing show because it deals with all of the fetishes. Okay? Hal Sparks' character, Mr. Davenport, he's a rich, eccentric, single man who's a genius who creates bionic children. Yeah. And then he's having an interracial relationship and the younger son finds out that he has a lab in his basement and they get to keep a secret from his girlfriend. These are all fetishes. I'm so excited about this. Also, the first season, yes, they're children, but the second season, they've had to be 22-year-old men playing these parts of high school boys, right? They're wearing like skin-tight muscle suits and uh, you know, they're uh, just like I said, they're dealing with all my fetishes. I'm like, do I want the millionaire guy in his 30 who really just loves children or? <laughs> I swear they were over 21. Disney, come on. Like, what are they making these shows for? Anyways, I get to open for House Sparks. I'm really excited. I used to be a nanny. So I used to nanny for this the twin, <laughs> these twin four-year-olds. Oh, boy. Uh, and they used to watch Lab Rats once they were older. But when they were six, they tied me up to a desk chair with yarn. And they put tape over my mouth. But I like to foster creative play. I mean, we weren't watching TV, so that's good. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going with this. So they got a laser pointer, and they stuck it to my hand, and they were like, we're cutting off your hand. I was like, ow, ow. Uh. Fostering creative play. <laughs> and then they took the laser pointer to my foot, and they were like, oh, I'm freezing your foot. Oh, oh it's so cold. I took the laser pointer to my chest and said, I'm breaking your heart. <laughs> it's like, Daria, you need to stop, okay? <laughs> Society has broken my heart. What game are you playing? And they put their little six-year-old heads together. And they came back. Police state. <gasps> You're playing a game called police state? What did I do to be tied up to this desk chair? Little six-year-old heads together. They came back. You stole a laptop. What kind of Islamic police state is this? You're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? And they looked me dead in the eyes and said, if you were black, we would have shot you. It's not me, America. It's you. I'm the nanny. I chose not to have children. See how that worked? No, I'm paid to hang out with children. That's how that works. Like, I don't want to have a baby because you don't get any money. But if you hang out with someone else's baby, money. How does that work? Like, what? 
How is that makes sense? I'm a you know, I'm a Marxist. I value labor, right? And I think that Marx was actually the first feminist because he valued labor. When women have a baby, they call it labor. They never get paid. Ha 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 ha. Jokes on us, ladies. We're literally the means of production. Does has anyone else read Marx? No, I know. Some of my jokes are just too sm I'm sorry. I read the little red book, Marx Engels. Oh, let's all value labor equitably. Yeah. Value labor equitably. I don't know. It's just we actually it's so funny. Misogyny is so weird to me because we do everything and they still hate us. What did I learn about 2016? Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. <laughs> Hillary, the most accomplished person for the job. She was a secretary of state. Like she had more. We chose a guy who's never even been the mayor of a town instead of the secretary of state. How about this? I'm going off script, but I think that there is an international, well, a national conspiracy against Martha Stewart. She was the only woman who could have been president. And why, why did they demonize her for $50,000 of insider trading that everybody does all the time? Everyone does $50,000 of insider trading. I've probably done $50,000 of insider trading. That's not true, I have no money. But like $50,000 is nothing. They spend it on lunch at Google. It is nothing. And they put Martha Stewart in jail for eight months. Why? To make her a felon so she could never be president. Does anyone else believe in my conspiracy theory? They, both her and Trump ran The Apprentice, except that all of her businesses are successful. <laughs> I almost said the F word. We're not allowed to F swear here. But Martha Stewart's business, she, she runs like 47 publications. They didn't want her to be president. That was the whole reason. Everybody, there are signs and symbols if you choose to see. Friends, I'm sorry none of you can read. I'm sorry No Child Left Behind ruined your lives. It's, um, I taught, actually, I used to teach. I was a credentialed teacher until 2001, and I got out of the school system because No Child Left Behind came in, and I was like, <laughs> they're systematically culling critical thought from our education system to make everybody dumb. Yay! Everybody look at your phones right now. Okay, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it'll tell you the answer to life. I actually make most of my major life decisions with uh, the Magic 8-Ball app. Anybody else? <laughs> you think you, you're like, oh, a Magic 8-Ball? I've made major life decisions on a Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the one where you ask it questions and then it tells you, reply hazy. <laughs> try, try again later. A lot of people say I look like Katherine Keener if she had a serious problem with cocaine. <laughs> to that I say, I look nothing like Katherine Keener. Cause I, and I can't afford cocaine. Like I'm not Katherine Keener, right? <laughs> Who can afford that <laughs> stuff? Right? I thought, that, uh, I thought that I would start a new Etsy thing and I would start making masks, but I would make them out of the cat hair that I collect in my house. And then I would knit them into masks 
so nobody would know if you have allergies or a cocaine addiction. <laughs> Just constantly be sniffling. It's not COVID, it's allergies. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that stuff anymore, I'm too old. I'm so old that I have to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. <laughs> I can't see anything, which is rad because I'm a, I'm a Monet. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, girl, you look good. <laughs> I'm a Monet from far away. You get close up, I can see even less. Then I put on my glasses, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> That's me, I'm in the mirror. I had no idea. Not by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. I never understood what that meant. <laughs> but now I'm 46 and I'm like, dear God, <laughs> I need an esthetician. Uh, oh good, okay, I did, I'm sorry, I did 10 minutes. Those were not the jokes I necessarily wanted to do, but that's okay, I did jokes. Yay! Yeah. You're all here. It's weird because the sun is out, but I like it. I like it. We're all here, we're gonna listen to jokes. So the way that we do it is that it becomes a game now with the comedians. And so it's cat, tinfoil, microwave. So cat beats tinfoil, and tinfoil beats microwave, and microwave beats cat every time. Oh, <laughs> poor kitties. I hate that. I actually hate that I'm killing a cat in this sort of like, it's like a Schrodinger's cat situation. I realized this week that lotto tickets are just like Schrodinger's cats. Each one is simultaneously a winner and a loser before you scratch it. I was like, I'm so, Schrodinger's cats, nobody, the cat in the box. Why we gotta kill the cat in the box? That's the other thing. It's so like, Someone like, oh, well, don't let the cat out of the bag. Who's putting cats in bags? <laughs> well, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Why are you skinning cats? Soulless monsters. Okay, well, microwave beats cat in this situation. Okay, your first two comedians that are gonna uh, do this crazy thing. Uh, Brady Pearson and Mark Neuer, come on up. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I have Fresh microphones for everyone inside. This microphone's been sterilized, so I'll bring one out and sterilize it and do the things and all good. And uh, there's chairs, people can move them around. Ooh, there's a pretty, pretty dog, my goodness. Here we go. Shoot on three. One, two, three. Cat tinfoil. Cat beats tinfoil, your first comedian of the night, everybody. Clap your hands together for Mark Neuer, yay! I've beaten him every time at that game. <laughs> because everyone naturally wants to be the cat, and I naturally want to microwave him. But since that was the third time of him and I playing, I knew he was going to go with tinfoil to kill the microwave. And I played, oh my god, that's a horse. <laughs> I didn't know they had horses in San Francisco, god bless you. Thought that was only a Modesto thing. Uh, your, your coat's fantastic. Is whoever's texting you telling you that? Because your <laughs> coat is beautiful, darling. Absolutely. It's a, it is a beautiful coat. I'm not going to lie. Why would I lie to you? Your makeup looks on point. You're doing everything. You are my life. Oh. 
No, your parents used to write you a note. It's normally your mom. She'd write you a note. If this house isn't spotless by the time I get home, everyone's getting their ass whooped. And there was no time frame on the note. <laughs> the time frame is now. Right now. <laughs> I live inside of a strip club in downtown San Francisco so that you don't have to. You're welcome. I also manage the same strip club in which I reside in because I'm 25 and I'm a dropout from Modesto, California. And that's where those kinds of people go. These are the strip clubs in the Tenderloin. And I hear a lot that people want to be me. <laughs> they want to be in my shoes. They would mess it up. They would mess it up. The number one rule in the rule book as a manager and a person who lives at the strip club is you can't sleep with the strippers. You can't do it. You can't try to do it. And I have this really cool thing where I, like, I tie my balls off with a rubber band and I beat them until they're purple. And that normally scares people like it's scaring all of you. So no one wants to sleep with me and I know this and we just move on accordingly. <laughs> you know? It's no thing. It's just life. It's my reality. You know? And this is why I still work there. You know? It's very easy for me. I just look in the mirror and scream at myself while I cry and masturbate profusely. It's just such a good time. I'm sweating. There's no need for a jump rope, you know? I don't need a hula hoop or anything, any s no treadmill. I just jump up and down and masturbate. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Do you like my flower? Good. I picked it, I killed it, and I put it on my, my hair. And here it is. Now I look spectacular. My outfit is perfect now. I don't look like a school shooter anymore. I look like I'm a happy boy. You know, I'm very, very happy. Can you hear how happy? This is my happy face. This is all the happiness. So good. My mom had a stroke last week. I know. She actually had three minor strokes. She's fine. At least, at least the stroke face will cover the resting bitch face. She's fine. She's fine. She's dead. No, no, she's fine because she's dead, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter anymore. She's dead, gone. doesn't matter. What is, sh is she still worried? No, she's not worried. She's dead. Duh. <laughs> she likes that joke. She's going to hear it on April 14th. She's coming back to uh, California, and she's going to see me do comedy for the first time. Yeah, dude. She's going to know why she was sending me 25 bucks every month while I was homeless sleeping on the street in San Francisco. <laughs> it's for this, Mom. I'm doing it. Killing it. I got the trench coat I fed at the strip club. I'm doing it. <laughs> People wonder what the stains are. Those are strip club stains, dog. I put in my work. <laughs> I started that job as a strip club daytime DJ which is a punchline in itself. Really, it was a good one. Must have went over your head. A daytime strip club DJ. Like, as in we're open on Sundays at noon when normally you're at brunch with your family. It could be any of your fathers, let me tell you. Any of them. Sometimes your mothers. You'd be surprised, dog. It's so good. You know, people were, I used to ask me, what did I do? Did I go to college? No. No college, barely graduated. I didn't graduate high school, dropped out of high school. 
You know what it takes to be a DJ? Do you know how to use Spotify? <laughs> Have you used Spotify? You ever heard of an aux cord? It's that easy. <laughs> it's that easy. My br little brother can do it. He has a lazy eye. It's very simple. <laughs> this dog is fantastic. It is the love of my life. It almost beats how adorable your coat is. It's like, I want to wear both of them. <laughs> he flinched. The dog flinched. He's like, no. I don't know. I have problems. I got issues. I have this issue where like I don't know how to talk to women. I just tell them that if they want to sleep and they have to rape me. And this one time, someone after a show, they came up, they just grabbed my dick region. It was like, I want to sleep with you. I was like, even after the grab? Oh, my God. I'm 5'11", size 10 and a half shoes. I'm almost impressive, ladies and gentlemen. I can admit it, Pam, you know, down with the patriarchy. If you were ever wondering how what a man would do to clean a vagina, if he had one, get him a fleshlight and come back in a week. It'll be green inside. Gross. It's gross, but there's no, what do you want me to do? There's no clinic to take it to. <laughs> I don't know what diseases my fleshlight has. I just, I don't know how to clean it. What do you do? How do you clean these things? I could eat it out, I could do the whole, I could all of that, but how, I didn't get, there's no cleaning, I don't even know how to use a, a dishwasher, it's not my job. <laughs> I love 2021, 2020 COVID, COVID has been so good, it's been so good, I was able to achieve my childhood dream of buying a flashlight because of unemployment. <laughs> and I didn't know this, because I never looked at it, I was never really in the market, it was just like a thing I thought of getting. But when you get into the market, you know there's like 1,700 different flavors and varieties of Fleshlight? A Fleshlight is a pocket pussy. And there's like 100 different flavors. I bought the whole catalog. I've never been happier. It's so good. They, they, I read online that it doesn't feel like the real thing. And you know what? They're right. So I stopped buying it from the, the wholesale. So I just went to Craigslist. I bought a used one. It did the trick. It feels like the real life thing. I left, I left it at the last show I did. All the comedians left with it. It feels just like Meg's girlfriend. It's so good. It's so good. I love my flashlight. I love it so much. Are you just going to stab me in my back when I'm done? I don't know how to know if I'm done or not. Hey, Joe Biden won. You hear this? Joe Biden won. Round of applause, our Lord and Savior, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden. Oh, I see your hands pulling up. Give him a round of applause. Joe Biden won. Flint, Michigan. Have a good night. Yay! Yay! Keep it going for Mark Neuer. Hooray! Super professional tonight. I've got like this like double setup with the microphone so that I can take this and I can sterilize it. And all of the mics in here for the comics are fresh and clean and sterilized. No one's touched them. And so you get to pick one and put it into that XLR. I'm trying. So you can sit. There's chairs. You can grab them and move them wherever you feel comfortable. Anybody. You can move them and, and put them. It's like a Mr. Potato Head. It's like, <laughs> is that topical? Thank you. Uh, well, I mean, you could put the places anywhere you want to put them. I always put like an ear on his eye because I was like, that's absurd. I was like a poet before I was a poet. I was like, oh, yeah, his ear is his eye. What? 
I think pronouns are great, and I want everyone to identify with however they want to identify. I am a witch. I'm a witch, and my pronouns are us and we. I have so many familiars. I talk to the birds. They're building their nest right up here. I'm so excited. The only thing that sucks about this bird nest, I've been watching it for like 11 years now, and the only thing that sucks <laughs> is that, no, it's up there. It's in the second, the second thing over. Every year, at least one baby bird comes down and like dies. And it's like laying there, but I, and I can't pick it up because I can't pick it, I can't pick it up because I can't, I can't. I can't pick it up. I take spiders, I put them on pieces of paper, and I, I usher them outside. I'm like, you're my friends, I love you. So with the dead baby bird on the ground, I just can't deal with it. But I never have to worry, because inevitably a dog will just eat it. <laughs> like, <and> the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Let nature take care of nature. It is not my business. <laughs> not gonna do that. All right, um, your next two comments that are going to, oh, give it up for Mark Neuer once again. Yay! I, you need to make a t-shirt. I live in a strip club, so you don't have to. Because somebody has to. Uh, your next two comedians that are going to do the game. Brady Pearson and Jonathan Ortiz. <laughs> All right, so it's cat, tinfoil, microwave. And uh, I'll let you take this out, and you can grab one of those and for safety and all that stuff. Here we go. One, two, three, shoot. Tinfoil, tinfoil. One, two, three. Uh, microwave, tinfoil beats microwave. Everybody put your hands together. He's the dead rabbits, it's you. He's, he's the proprietor of dead rabbits. He's a badass, everybody put your hands together. Yeah, yeah, for Jonathan Ortiz, yay. As he's bringing his microphone every Saturday, you can find him with Dead Rabbits. Look for them online. End of the world. Oh my God, it's so fun. And when it gets warmer, oh my gosh. Yay, Jonathan Ortiz. Best introduction ever. Thank you, Pam. I like how Mark said that all you need is a Spotify account to run the club. I don't have a premium account, <laughs> so like it would be awkward. Every stripper would be dancing to like, sign up for Geico now, and you could be like, 15% off your first month. <laughs> that would be weird. It's good to be here, San Francisco. My name's John. I'm half Puerto Rican, or as San Francisco knows it, Mexican. <laughs> easy like <sighs> yeah laugh if it's funny hey do me a favor can you google something for me can you google do me a favor and google audience etiquette really quick <laughs> can't do it I can't do it daytime I'm still sober I, uh, I'm also half Mexican, which is why my face looks like Jim Carrey banged El Chapo. Thank you, across the street. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm half Mexican. Um, dad was great. I love my dad. He uh, taught me how to swim when I was just a baby, threw me right in. 
it's also my immigration story as well. So it's like <laughs> one of my most cherished memories. He's like, hurry, quicker. I'm like, Dad, it's kind of hard with cocaine strapped to my back. It's not. But mommy's a little floater. Didn't give up, you guys. No. I didn't grow up with much. Okay. We need some slack. Hold on, fellas. Technical difficulties. Pam, can I pull this out just a tad bit? Good. I'm staying right here. I saved up every penny I had. And just yesterday, I just moved into the mission, you guys. So thank you. I live in an RV. It's great. Not much different from your apartment. You have a landlord. I have a meter made. You don't want to pay rent every month. Try every hour, okay? In the morning, the street sweeper goes by, or as I like to call the help. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great when your house comes with a high rollover risk. <laughs> I was in Arizona uh, before I came here. I was in Arizona. Arizona gives zero fucks about COVID. Oh, no, no fudges. They give zero fudges about COVID. The mayor's like, we got to close all the gyms. But let's keep the strip clubs open. I mean, it's essential. You know? My ex said, "My ex said I have uh, daddy issues like a stripper." But come on, like a stripper? I can't relate to a stripper. First of all, like who would ever get on a stage and entertain strangers for approval? It's kind of pathetic, if you ask me. I'd never do that. Why'd I bring up my ex? I'm over her. <laughs> Let's talk about my COVID here. <laughs> my hair reminds me of my ex. Um, <laughs> just can't move. Yeah, guys, here we are, comedy. Thank you. Grew up eating this stuff. Maruchan is the best. Little bit of lemon, little bit of tapatio. Oh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Anybody have any questions so far? <laughs> no, are you good? I love San Francisco, the most diverse place in the world. The most beautiful, let me tell you something right now. The, mo <laughs> the most beautiful transgender people I've ever seen. <laughs> Wait, what? Said, That's an old joke. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, these are just the hits, you guys. <laughs> like you did. <laughs> San Francisco does have the most beautiful transgender I've, people I've ever seen. Like, by far. Beautiful. Like, it doesn't matter, but I can't tell the difference anymore. Like, I'll see someone, I'll be like, I can't believe... It's, it's like the difference between butter and margarine. I'm just like, I can't believe it's not Betty. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> Stuck that landing. <laughs> It's hard not to say the F word. I never realized how dirty of a mouth I have, guys. Beautiful. But even though we're in San Francisco, you guys, a lot of transphobia. I don't know if you guys heard the story about this bakery on, on Post, on Bush, I believe. They hired a transgender person, had no idea they were transgender. Then they found out through Facebook and fired them, just like that, for no other reason th than them being transgender. It's like... It's like they it's like they come into work and the boss one day is like, uh, hey, Gene, uh, do you have any preferred pronouns? And they're like, yes, uh, they, them, theirs. Why? 
Oh, because, well, all of you are fired. Everyone gets so sad. It's a happy ending. This person actually made the bakery close down. The community got together, closed them down. Does that make you feel better? I get so many awes. People are so soft here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Get weird. But, like, if you asked me, like, a year ago, I, I wouldn't even be. No, even, look, I grew up with the wrong crowd. That's all I'm saying. I grew up with the wrong crowd. That's right, Christians. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Christianity. It's just the message got a little weird for me. Okay, like, for example, for example, one day I stole a shirt from Hot Topic. It was a Halo shirt. And I felt bad, so I told my pastor, and he's like, oh, you have to ask for forgiveness. You have to ask for forgiveness, little John. He's looking down at me, little John, you have to ask for forgiveness. And I said, oh, so I have to go back to the mall and ask the manager. He's like, no, 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 no. You have to ask God for forgiveness. <laughs> so I get to keep the shirt. Okay. Like, where's the message? Like, you do something wrong to someone, but then just go to a totally unrelated third party, ask for forgiveness, and everything's fine after that. You feel so warm inside. I don't know. That's like, that's like, hey, remember last week I got a little too drunk, ran over your dog? Yeah, I felt bad, so uh, I confessed to my barber, and he forgave me. So glad we got that out of the way. It's weird. Things get weird when, uh, when teens hit. And you're just like eating, sleeping, you're just reading the Bible, and you're not watching porn, the Bible becomes your porn. Like, I'm in bed as a teen, just like, First mm. Corinthians, her breasts were like bags of myrrh. Oh my God, so hot, oh my God. What's myrrh? I could buy a Trader Joe's, get some myrrh. Things just get weird. But, one minute. One minuto. One minute to connect with these beautiful people. You'll never see me again, guys. So let me just tell you something. I was in New York when COVID hit, and I lost my job. I lost. Um, I was taking showers at the gym because I was living in my car. Lost, lost, lost everything. And uh, by round of applause, who here has been in New York? You guys. So you had to have ridden the subway, right? You're in the subway. <laughs> I'm trying not to get distracted by this, by death over here. <laughs> I'm in the subway, and I'm, I'm looking, it's like two in the morning, it's, it's just the worst, and I'm looking at the tracks, and there's a huge suicide rate problem with people jumping in front of trains in New York, but I looked at the tracks and I thought, God, it really would be easy to jump, it really would, and this thought scared me, but Right above me, there's a suicide prevention sign. I don't know if you guys saw it. It says, not feeling yourself today. Speak with the subway worker. With a little depressed stick figure. Like, <laughs> so I went over to that plexiglass booth where you, where you get your, your card and tap it on it. Like, hey, uh, uh, Raj? Raj, is it? I'm depressed. There's voices telling me to jump in front of the C train. He's just like, C train is delayed. Try the D train. <laughs> so if you're ever in New York, they tell you not to jump. They're talking about the turnstile, guys. Thanks. I'm John. Good night. Yay. Good evening. Jonathan Ortiz is on. So take your microphone. There you go. Yeah.
Jonathan Ortiz, Dead Rabbits, End of the World. Well, we'll see where it's, you follow him. Follow Dead Rabbits, look up Dead Rabbits on Facebook and that's amazing. I'm so glad that you talked about the Bible because 1 Corinthians is actually 1 through 13, which everybody does in their wedding. And you were talking about Song of Solomon, all right? Because as a good feminist, I go home alone all the time and read the Bible for feminist tropes and finger my butthole, all right? So it's Song of Solomon with their, your breasts are like two fawns leaping through a meadow. Yes. Yes. I have a thing about the Bible where I think that every time they mention washing feet, that's actually a euphemism for having sex. Because they talk about Ruth lay at the feet of Boaz for three days and nights or whatever. Oh, she was just laying at his feet. Oh, yeah. And Mary Magdalene, she washed the feet of Jesus. Oh, she just washes feet. I'm sure. I got a foot fetish too. It's fine. We can all wash feet together, Jesus. That's cool. Kissed feet before. I like the Bible. My favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20:22, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. <laughs> Smoke a lot of weed, yo. Also, my ex-father-in-law looks a lot like Barack Obama. Mm. Hot man. Everyone blame Barack for everything, right? They're like, oh, global warming, I blame you. Oh, smelly dick, oh, porcupines, whatever. But you cannot blame Barack for being sexy. He's the sexiest president we've ever had. Like, I know Bill Clinton, he played the saxophone. You're like, but he had a little paunch. Like, his paunch overwhelmed his belt, you know? But, like, Barack is, like, doing layups like Steph Curry. He's like, what? Sorry, I, like... Saying, got a thing for hot presidents. When are we going to get a hot president again, huh? <laughs> yeah, actually, Kamala. Fuck yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I swore. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to swear. But I almost swore because Kamala is actually incredibly hot. Yes. And she's going to be president soon because Joe Biden's going to die, right? Like, that's what happens to the boomers. They all just, some crazy tweet happens and they have a heart attack. Okay, I'm going to stop talking. And we don't, you don't have to roast him because you lost twice. So it means you get to go up of your own volition. What? I'm really excited. Uh, I love this man so much. He's so incredibly funny. He brought his own golden microphone. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Yay! First time. Uh, Can you hear me? Yay! Yeah. All right. Of course, have a golden microphone. So glad all the chairs could make it. Hello, everybody. Hi, ma'am. How are you doing today? You doing good? Okay, I'm hoping. I just want to make sure. I love you. Thank you. You can take my picture too. I'm that beautiful. Hi, everybody. My name is Brady Pearson. I'm very excited to be here today. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I've just um, been thinking today a little bit about this whole like. Uh, oh, by the way, I got vaccinated. That's right. Right, right. Who's got, who else has been vaccinated? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that I am sporting Miss Pfizer today. Yes, yes, I'm very excited because some of us are getting different dresses. Some of us are getting Miss Moderna, right? We have to go for a second fitting, and I'm very excited about that. And I'm really worried about, you know, because like Johnson & Johnson, no one talks about her. 
You know what I mean? They just don't. They're like, oh my God, you got Johnson and Johnson. Oh, honey. I'm so sorry. Guess I'll live longer. Um, yeah, there's just been a lot going on with Miss COVID, you know, like um, I've been locked inside, you know, and um, have a lot of time to think to myself. And uh, I start thinking about, um, oh goodness, <laughs> I start thinking about myself and beauty. Hold on, wait, yeah, hold on, wait, yes, yes. Yes, okay, yes, beauty, me, everything. Um, oh, yes, and I'm, I haven't been feeling well, ladies and gentlemen. I've been kind of down. You know, I, I feel like I know you, so I can, you know, break this down for you. And I'm just kind of down, you know, and I, like, um, like I haven't had enough D in my life, like enough, like enough vitamin D. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm kind of sluggish in the morning. And I feel like if I just had some vitamin D, like, like in my face every morning. You know what I mean? Just put it in my mouth. What would that do for me? I mean, I, and ladies, why do we need the D? Why is, is it really better for us? I don't know, but I can't stop taking it and taking it, <laughs> and taking it. Uh, these are my fantasies. I didn't mean to bring you along, but since you're here, I thought I'd. Uh, when I was um, really young and, you know, um, and not the fabulous faggot you see here before you. I mean, I know you're thinking, that's impossible. You were all, you were born that way. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I came out just but um, so I remember when I was 16 and I was thinking um, about that perfect little boys camp, you know, um, where we play with balls all day. We swim. We take long, long showers together. We want to be very clean, like good boys. And we go um, and... Uh, we go to the mess hall, sunny and happy and warm, and we sing the camp put it in me theme song. And y'all, this means so much to me from camp put it in me in Wisconsin. It's and and it goes something <laughs> like this. Oh. I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me. I am yours, put it in me. Put it in me every day, every day. Yes. This is my childhood, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I've had a, I've had this other fantasy of um, like being talented or something or um, having a job. That would be really like super cute. And so in this fantasy world that I have right now, I'm, I'm in the writer's room and um, 
I'll come up with a brand new TV show. The Intrepid Adventures of the LGBTI plus plus QSS Fabulous. Yes. The ongoing adventure. Wait, to boldly blow where no fag has blown before. It's the first day. Excuse me. Um, Lieutenant uh, Commander Girl arrives on the bridge. Captain, Captain Fogarte, I'm here. That's faggot. <laughs> the E is silent. I'm, Cap I'm Captain Girl. Girl, I know. Get your, get your station. <laughs> Lieutenant, uh-uh. Get that channel open, girl. <laughs> All right. Queen, get those engines running now. Lieutenant Queen, get there now. Uh-uh, move. Oh, all right. Sis? Ensign Sis, what do you see? Oh, my God, it's gigantic. It's huge. It's a big black hole. It's, 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 it's so big. It's so, oh, no, it's, it's not just a black hole. It's... It's a glory hole. Oh my God, do I get close? Yes, 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 and out, ooh, ooh. Ah, yes. Watch out, ooh, ooh, that big, that big space snake. Oh, it got us. We're all up inside it now, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're gonna have to push our way back out. Mm, like push slowly and just get it all out. Come on, faggot, you can do it. Yes, we can, queen, push it, push it, push it, queen, push it. I'm trying, captain. Get us out of here, now. How long will it take? Five seconds, you got three seconds, Queen, get it done. Girl, manly home. <laughs> we're out, we're out, okay. <sighs> well, it's another good day, and <laughs> here on the USS, on the oh wait, LGBTQ plus SSS, fabulous. There'll be more adventures to follow, but thank you for that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, my fantasies are weird, you know, like, um, oh, so did you know that Goldilocks is the most white privileged bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life? <laughs> Only a white woman could break in someone's house and judge the food. <laughs> I mean... Jesus Christ, Brady, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, Karen's of the world on tie. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But yes, that was, I think that I'm, I'm going to go out on a good note, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brady Pearson. Thank you so much. Yay! You've all survived your death. Brady Pearson, everybody. That was amazing. Uh, only a white woman could break into your house and critique the food. That is amazing. I am so white. I can't even make my ass golf clap. Like I can't, I don't know how to, trying to clap and, you guys are great clappers. No, 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 walk on through, it's great. No, we're all here, there's, you don't have to stand, there's chairs, you can move them wherever you want, just take an empty chair and move it wherever you feel safe. I know it's all weird, but all the comedians, so for the next comedians, this is the XLR and there's all those microphones in that box are fresh and 
cleaned with um, like real disinfectant and stuff. I've got wipes that are, I'm trying to be safe. I test every week. I do, I test every Tuesday. I go to the free testing. Everybody there's testing on Tuesday and Wednesday in front of Glide. It's on Ellis between Jones and Taylor, and it's free testing from 10 to 4, and you just wait in line, and it, it takes less than 12 hours, like, to get your stuff back, and it's great. No, everybody should get tested. If you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, or you're worried for some reason, at least test every week so that you cannot be, like, a super spreader. But then, also, you're wearing masks, and we've got all different microphones, and I know, like, it's just funny to me that we weren't thinking about sickness like this before this. Like, there's been all kinds. I've been biting my nails since I was a baby. This is the first time I've ever grown my fingernails out in my whole life, and it's impossible to masturbate. But it's, <laughs> but it's great because, like, when I do masturbate, I'm not putting them in my mouth, so I'm not, like, eating my own, like, yeast or whatever. I don't know what's happening. But, th I, I mean... Were we, I, what are we, could you get chlamydia from the 22 before the pandemic? Like, what's going on? Like, is it just you sit out on the, like, how are we all? I don't know. Okay, so your next two comedians are going to do the cat tinfoil microwave. Put your hands together, everybody, for their fight. It's Anthony Zagaro and Shelby Wilson. Yay! All right, here we go. Shooting on three. Shooting on three. Here we go. Nothing personal. Here we go. <laughs> One, two, three. Tinfoil. Cat beats tinfoil. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. She's killer. She's a newbie, but she's wonderful. The, all of these have all been disinfected. You could choose any of the six microphones. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion. For Shelby Wilson. Yay! What's up? Happy Friday. What a beautiful night in quarantine, right? Here we are a year later. Remember when you felt bad for those friends in early spring of last year who had quarantine birthdays? Happy quarantine birthday to all of us at this point. I hope you saved some sympathy for round two, because I didn't. I threw myself a pity party, and I'm done. If you have a second quarantine birthday, you're not even getting a gift from me, all right? <laughs> not, not even a token. Um, I realized today that I don't know any of the settings beyond the express settings on my microwave. <laughs> Technology has bested me. Like my ADD wanted to go do something else for 20 seconds while my food was in the microwave, because it didn't need a lot. It just needed a little push, like 15 to 20 seconds. I didn't know how to do that. I can only go in 30 second increments at this point. <laughs> I had to sit there and like wait until 15 seconds and then like karate open it at 15. I'm a slave to the machine. Oh, you guys, my friends are having a lot of babies in quarantine. That's the phase of life that I'm in. I'm 26 years old. I'm not interested, but my friends apparently were very much so. They're having babies, and now I'm in the position of having to break up with them. It's hard to leave friends. <laughs> no, now I'm in the position that I'm Googling bars that allow babies. <laughs> and Google is like, did you mean bars that allow dogs? I wish, Google. Unfortunately not. I genuinely am looking for bars that allow babies at this point. And like what happens when we get the baby to the bar? Like I hope they card it. That baby is clearly underage. 
Like, I had to get a fake ID because I looked kind of under 21. I had to commit a federal offense and get a fake ID to get into a bar, and you're just going to let this baby come in here? No, 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 no. Where's the birth certificate? This thing clearly just showed up recently. you got to have the paperwork around. Show me the baby's papers. Is that even your real mom? Like, prove it, baby. Prove it. If you're going to sit with us, prove that you belong here. It's also funny because like no guys would come up to a table of girls with a baby. <laughs> like this is the last baby that this friend group is ever going to have, Rebecca, because no guys are going to come talk to us with that thing here. None of us are going to get laid with this baby around. It's the last baby. One and done. Ridiculous. Although I love the double standard, though, that if a guy shows up with a baby, he's hot. That's a dilf. We love that. We love a guy with a baby. A girl with a baby? No, thank you. You look done. You look, you look settled. We'll leave you alone. Mm -mm, no, I do not want to hold your baby. All right, I'm trying to get laid. Thank you, Rebecca. You've ruined all of our lives. How about that? Oh, man. No, it's cute, though. Like, we still do pregnancy announcements for people. Not for me. Like, we did this for someone at my work. They were like, hey, congratulations, you have a baby, yay, Robbie's having, like, his wife's having a baby. I was like, yeah, my only pregnancy announcement is going to be Shelby out of office, doctor's appointment. <laughs> no follow-up. It's a one and done. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not ready for a baby. I've never been ready for a baby. I grew up in Orange County, California, and my mom liked to make it seem like our neighborhood was dangerous. Like, she would leave me home alone in, like, sixth or seventh grade, and she's like, do not answer the door for anyone. There are serial killers out there. Do you remember this story? There are serial killers out there that will place a fake baby basket with a recorder of a baby's cries and play it outside your house so you'll open the door, and then they, you know, deet, 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 and then they kill you. <laughs> My mom told me that story to get me to not open the door. I'm like, we just had the teen pregnancy conversation. I am not looking for a baby, Mom. I promise I am not going to open the door. Like, I'm not even going to call 911. That's a 311 call. It can wait. <laughs> All right, the baby can wait. It's Orange County. The coyotes don't come out until dawn. All right, that baby will be fine to hang out for a second. It's not an emergency. I'm cool. Oh, man, I think babies should work, though. Like, I think kids should work, right? Because I just don't like the idea of an older male voice actor with, like, a ponytail and a goatee voicing a toddler in a children's movie. Can we just cast some real kids? <laughs> I really hope those guys are on a list, not like a union and acting union list. Like, they should be on a real list if you're that convincing that you're on TV and film voicing children. Uh, I am from Orange County, California. I grew up in a different kind of Orange County, California. My dad was a little unstable. Uh, he liked to make scenes in public. He was just an angry guy. So I cared about how I look, because if people were going to stare at us in public, I at least wanted to look good, right? <laughs> and he was unstable, so all my friends were getting uh, nose jobs, right, to look good. He just kind of gave me a nose jab. It did the same work, right? He saved a lot of money. He's a thrifty guy, and I carried that with me, so, like, <laughs> I couldn't say no to a free car. So I stole a car. <laughs> um, it wasn't, like, real stolen, though. Like, he bought the car. I just didn't give him the love and affection he thought he would get in return, so it was emotionally stolen. I'm sorry I didn't sign the 100,000-mile agreement to love you. <laughs> sorry, that wasn't the paperwork. 
Uh, I'm terrible at giving gifts. Like, you guys ever take your love languages test? All right, well, there's five love languages, right? <laughs> there's five love languages. And not to give away, I don't know if you know that I'm high maintenance, but I got all of them. <laughs> I got all four of them. I got a 25% split out of four. The only one I didn't get was gift giving. All right, that's telling. And it gets me every, like, it gets me every season, like, all holidays. I'm with a guy, and he's like, hey, I got you this great gift. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. <sighs> um, I got you my body. Yay. Happy Valentine's Day. It's wrapped in all of these clothes. Enjoy. Gift giving is not my strong suit. I love it though because love languages are so telling. Like I love when guys post on their dating profile. They're like, my love language is physical touch. <laughs> so you are a hoe, sir. You are telling me right now to stay away from you. Else I end end up in heartbreak. Dating has been weird. I did start dating during COVID. That was a trip. Because it's like you don't know how, like on a first date, you don't know how close to sit. You're wearing masks. Like what is what is too far? Like when do you put your masks down? Do you ever do? So I was sitting with this guy. And you know, things were going really well. So we sat close to we put our masks down. And I was like, it's fine. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Uh, well, he pronounced a P a little too hard. And he spat in my mouth. So we just went home and fucked at that point. Because I have whatever he has. Like, I'm not a slut, but in quarantine, I guess. One minute. All right, I'll leave you on this. So I'm a big girl now. I'm 26 years old, right? And it's so exciting. Like, there's so much shit when I was a kid that I wanted to buy that I couldn't buy for myself. Like, sp like Juicy Couture sweatsuits, platform <laughs> vans, butterfly earrings. Like, I wanted to be a cool 2000s girl, and now I can. I can do it, right? Like, I don't need an eating disorder to have Coke chic. I can just buy Coke. <laughs> with my big girl money. <laughs> I can have it all. I'm so excited. Thank you, guys. I'm Shelby Wilson. Have a good night. Shelby Wilson, hooray. Keep it going for Shelby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I knew what I was going to Oh, dating. Oh, my God. So I broke up with my boyfriend, like, right before COVID really, it was like, right, it shut down, and I was like, I kind of don't want to live with you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know how, you know how you have this place that you pay rent for in Berkeley, and I have this place that I pay rent for in San Francisco? Why don't we just live in our houses? <laughs> um, he was bummed about the cats. Uh, anyway, he's still, it's fine. Oh, it's great. I love, and the cats are great. It's okay, we're co-parenting the cats. Don't worry about the cats. Like, he gets time with them. He always, like, come on. We love, like, everything is about the cats. <laughs> but I started dating, and I haven't done this in years. Like, it's been, like, I don't know, like, 13. It's been so many years. And dating is like shoe shopping, okay? And you see them, and they're so cute. You see, like, a pattern. You're like, what? And you're like, I got the outfit. I think that's going to work. I think that's going to work. You buy them, you put your, like, kind of trying, in the store, you're, like, kind of trying to walk around in them, and it's not really working. You're like, I can make this work. I think I can make this work. 
and you buy them, you take them home, and you put them on, and they pinch you in all the wrong places. And then, like, after a week, you inevitably, you inevitably after a week, you get a blister. Oh! Waka, waka, waka! It's a herpes joke! <laughs> See how I did that? Ah! Dating is rough! Your next comedian is so hilarious, and I'm super excited. You guys are in for He's like a real headliner and a wonderful human being and so funny, and I'm so excited to listen to all of his jokes. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Anthony Zaccaro. Yay! Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, Shelby, everybody. Oh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because it's a dream of mine, and I'll never be famous enough to do it in an actual venue. So, <laughs> Dave Chappelle, you are you are the the light at the end of the tunnel for us smoking comedians. Um, I've been uh, substitute teaching. Um, I've been teaching. Uh, which is a, a, a really long phrase for a, I'm a hero. Um, and uh, as a hero, I got vaccinated, everyone. I believe the politically correct term is demigod. Um, and uh, yes, that's why, you know, actually the real heroes, before I get uh, too ahead of myself, the real hero heroes are bus drivers. Bus drivers are incredible. I didn't realize until I started working at a school more. It's like, imagine someone propositioned you with, okay, so we're gonna pay you for this job. Your job is to take uh, 20 sets of parents' hopes and dreams, and you're gonna transport them from their home to the hopes and dreams factory. Um, and we're gonna give you a tank to do it in. Like, we're just gonna, we're gonna give you an awkward limousine on roids to, uh, yeah, with, with air brakes, like all, like hydraulics. So yeah, we're just gonna put uh, rims on that um, uh, mother something. Uh, anyway, but yes, I have a substitute teacher. Um, substitute teaching is the stepdad of jobs because um, I don't care about these kids at all. I'm not responsible for their continued development. I show up, I buy them an Xbox, and I leave. All right, and guess what? They don't care about me either. They don't, get, they don't care about me either. Uh, I get called Marv from Home Alone every day. <laughs> every day. Weird way to find out that movie is still a classic. I wish I found out another way. These kids, I don't know if you know this, but kids, kids also have no problem wearing a mask, but the only problem kids have with wearing a mask is they chew on the center of it. So it's their mask, and then there's just this discolored area in the center, so they come up to me and they're like, you look like Marv from Home Alone. I'm like, you look gross. <laughs> get, get away from me. They, it's just Spider-Man. It looks like Spider-Man wet himself in the, um, but yeah, uh, these, these kids are crazy. Uh, one kid came up to me, he's like, you look like if Bob Ross sniffed paint. Who, who is ghostwriting these for you? And, and are they hiring? Was Don Rickles your grandfather? I don't, I don't, where are you getting this? Where are you getting this information? Um, they call me Post Malone all the time. I don't know where, I don't see it. It hurts a little bit. They call me Pre Malone. Um, it's, it's not good, it's not good. Um, so I had, um, I, I had a TikTok do pretty well. Um, and uh, the downside of a TikTok doing pretty well is that it made it to the middle of the country. Um, 
And once it got to the middle of the country, the comments just started rolling in. Um, so uh, the joke, here's the joke, the TikTok, the joke was, uh, why did they call it WebMD? They should have just called it Google Docs, right? I don't mean to toot my own horn, but that's a fantastic joke. I mean, also, I hate the phrase, I don't mean to toot my own horn. Um, I don't know why I just used it. Because if you're tooting someone else's horn, that is unsanitary. That, have you seen the way people play the horn? They look like they've just been shot in the chest. It's just like Toot your own horn, it's better. Um, I, that's what something during uh, like the pandemic and everything, phrases have like started to set me off. Like I, I get so angry at like certain phrases. Like um, uh, their life took a wrong turn. They, people only use that when it's something horrible has happened. Like someone you know, started doing heroin or taking improv classes. Um, you know, like you're saying yes way too much. Um, but yeah. It's like when something horrible happened, but it's like, I guess that must be like more of a, like a New York, like your life, to, when you take a wrong turn in New York, it's must, it must be worse, but like, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, taking a wrong turn is not that bad. We need to change that phrase. It's like, oh, did, did you hear about Dave? You hear about Dave? He got caught doing meth at work. Really? What? Doing meth at work? Yeah, his life really r ran over a kid while texting. Um, that's much worse than taking a wrong turn. These, I, I haven't done stand-up in a while. Um, this, is per this, is, this is why Dave does this, to find his next joke or find what he's going to say next while, while he does a five-hour set. That's incredible. <laughs> anyway, yeah, substitute teacher is great. Um, it's uh yeah the the these these kids these kids are brutal man this kid came up to me he was like your hair reminds me of my dog i was like oh okay and then he found me later he's like never mind it's a fat cat and i'm like oh thank you thank you for clarifying i i appreciate that um i uh oh i have a lot of uh i have a lot of hot takes like that's like i i, I the pandemic has made me a lot more like uh more way more opinionated um uh, I believe if you get arrested by an off-duty cop, it shouldn't count. Um, that's entrapment. <laughs> I wouldn't have done what I did if you had been wearing your... If I can get in trouble for impersonating a police officer, you should get in trouble for pretending to be a normal person. Because <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have done what I did. If, um, if you get arrested by an off-duty cop, it, sh it shouldn't count. That's, that's the thing about substitute teaching, too. That's a job that ends. That is a job that ends. There are some jobs never end, like a doctor or a cop. You have to be a cop or a doctor all the time. Like, that must be exhausting. Like, I'm, I'm done at 3 o'clock. Mentally, I'm done at 7 a.m. <laughs> but, like, no one ever needs a substitute teacher outside of a school. Like, no one's ever is there a substitute teacher in the house? We need someone to be hung over and put in a DVD. Uh, the <laughs> stat. Like, no, no, no one ever needs this. Like, that must be exhausting. Like, just once I want to be on a plane and, uh, well, that's, that's separate. <laughs> like, it's, I, that's a pandemic thought. I just want to be on a plane again. Uh, but, uh, no, 
no one like I just want to be in a theater. That's another one. Um, I just I just want to be in a theater and like or and on a plane. That's the joke I wrote. Um, and uh, <laughs> no, these aren't written. They're just all. Like, um, but yeah, uh, I just want to be on a plane and someone's like, oh, is it, someone's having a heart attack. Is there a doctor on board? And then a doctor just goes like, you know what? I'm like right in the middle of Uncut Gems over here. Like this movie just ramps up so quickly. It's, it's like clock in, motherfucker. Like clock in. You, you are no longer on your way to Aruba. You are, you are, you are a doctor now. An off-duty cop. I like. I wish I could be an off-duty comedian. Sometimes people come up to me after shows <laughs> expecting me to be funny. Um, I'm off-duty. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I. That's not. That's not how it works. Um. But yeah, I. Uh, But yeah, I, I, uh, I'll just go back to pre-pandemic. Uh, but yeah, I look like a lot of people. Um, I, uh, my head looks the same upside down as it does right side up. Um, we know this. We've been looking at me for th this amount of time. It's too close. It's way too close. Um, I'll pick this up later, but I need to look at my phone. Um, recognize my face oh that's another thing sometimes I'll when uh, back when I was getting like uh, going out drinking and stuff like that sometimes I'd wake up in the morning and my phone wouldn't unlock when it saw my face and I think that's because my phone was with me for the night before and when I wake up in the morning my phone's just like I don't even know who you are anymore man after what I saw last night you call you ordered a lift from an uber you're an asshole <laughs> like, I don't I don't even know who you are anymore um, oh, on uh, on one, on that uh, on that Google Docs TikTok, uh, people commented, um, "Google Docs is where you save your documents." Thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. Appreciate that a lot. Um, and then another guy comments, "Because there already was Google Docs." Um, are they? Is no one reads the, uh, the? I have comedian in my bio for a reason. Um, and then another guy goes, "Thank you." <laughs> That them them going that hard in a in a beige Prius did not <laughs> that did not line up with each other. I go that hard in my white Prius. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine if Barack Obama uh, drove a beige Prius? They would have freaked out. Oh. <laughs> this is weird. Usually, uh, it, before the pandemic, the empty venue was in front of me. Um, Some guy's like, because it's not a part of Google, try again. <laughs> That's helpful. Try, try again. <laughs> like, thank you. Um, and then this is my favorite one, the last one. WebMD has actually been around longer than Google. Wait for it. Parentheses, I know it's a joke. <laughs> that, that is way too much, way too much to unpack on that one. Um, another thing, I've noticed that uh, uh, flowers and cake are pretty much like the, the same. To me, they're the same thing. I've, I thought they were the same thing, but there are certain situations where flowers are okay and, and cake uh, is not okay. Um, birthday, both of them are okay. Flowers and cake, both okay. Wedding, you need flowers for a part of it. You need cake for a part of it, essential parts of a wedding. Funeral, flowers are okay. Cake, not okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't bring a cake to a funeral. Uh, cake competition. 
cake required flowers weird. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? <laughs> this, is, this is just my... <laughs> Great question. Oh, undecided. We'll put it in subtitles later. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so I, there, are, there's a lot of differences between men and women. I think I'm the first comedian to notice this. Um, and I think one of them, and I think I proved it with uh, with uh, the comments that I read, is that comments on social media and YouTube, they're those are meant for men because men always want you to know what they're thinking without you asking. Um, that's what comment sections are for. I feel if there was a comment section for snuff films, OJ would be on there. Uh, and just like, you know, I wouldn't use gloves. Uh, <laughs> um, everyone wants to share their opinion at all times. That's what I'm doing. I'm a hypocrite. But uh, everyone wants to, everyone's opinion is just a dog patiently waiting at the front of their face, just w waiting for the door to open and, just, yeah, the, the mouth door to open. Like, oh, what are you, are you going to jump to a conclusion? Let, toss it out and I'll, I'll catch it. Um, but uh, women want you to know what they're thinking without you asking. That's the, that's, that's the difference between men and women. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I will I will leave you guys on this. Uh, my favorite rap name, because you asked, I heard someone ask. Uh, my favorite rap name is OJ the Juice Man. OJ the Juice Man. I didn't know you could do that. That's fun. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could just remix a killer's name, and that's your rap moniker now. Like I, I didn't know that was possible. What's next, Lil Wayne? Uh, no. Yeah. Lean Harvey Oswald? No. That's, that's my favorite. Notorious BTK, John Wilkes in the booth? No. Yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z Dahmer, Thizzy Borden? No. And of course, Suge Knight. Um, that's a real one, and you all are real ones. Thank you, guys. I'm Anthony Zaccaro. Yay! Anthony Zaccaro. That was awesome. My rap name is Hot Dirty P. That's my, I, I do, I do, I have some rap. I have a rap song. I do. I have a rap song. I have a rap song about Susan Olson, who was Cindy Brady, and it turns out that she's a, she was a right-leaning Trump supporter, and she got canceled because she said some terrible things to a person, but I turned that quote into the best rap song ever. I'll play it sometime. It's, I get, well, I don't like to say there's certain words I don't like to say because they're not cool. Like, I get real up in arms when people use the T word. Like, like, no, seriously. Like, I mean, I don't want to get all serious, but there's a couple words that trigger me. The T word, right, well, the, I mean, people, I mean, it's, the word is trans. And the other word that people say is sometimes the last thing that people hear before they're murdered. And that's terrible. And I don't think that we su should support that word. And when comedians just sort of say it ubiquitously, I'm like, we all have to take charge of the language because we're the custodians of the language. No, like, no, poets and comedians are the same thing. We're crafting language to elicit an emotional response in front of people. And there's a responsibility to that. So we have to, like, choose to negate hate speech. I'm sorry. Am I doing a TED Talk? I'll make it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, but I was like, oh. I don't even know how I got on that, but I was going to say that I got my first STD from marriage. All right? I got married, and I got my first STD. 
and that was sexually transmitted debt. <laughs> That's all marriage is about. It's just a contract. Don't do it unless you want to buy a house. If you love each other, love each other. Why you got to bring the government into it? Unless you want to save money on your taxes. And then God bless you. Fine. Great. No, I mean, it's just, con it's just money. It's fine. I don't know. I did never want to get married. I never changed my last name. I've always had the same last name because I was like, it's just going to be a problem when I leave my husband. <laughs> like, is it going to be? 13 years, though, I did fine. Uh, your next comedian, she's smoking across the street. Run over, but safely. You've got to check, check both ways before crossing the street. It's, there you go. She's doing it. Hey, everybody. I'm super excited that uh, she's here. She's super talented. She has a show here at Mutiny Radio every Tuesday from 4 to 6. It's called Always Free. Uh, she's part of the Rainbow family. She's a hilarious comedian. Come on up. Rachel Pinson, yay! So um, all those microphones are clean. They've all been cleaned, cleaned And then you just ch chop it into there, and there it is. Yay! Rachel Pinson, yay! Pam likes to start off my set by <laughs> going, she's in a cult. All right. <laughs> Which was the weirdest way to find out you're in an open relationship. <laughs> I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents. Yeah, you know, like this guy. But then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents. And I don't need a man to help me with that. <laughs> I'm a feminist. Uh, we're talking about dating. It's hard, man. It's hard for women. Like, I, I feel intimidated when I have to turn a guy down for a date, you know, especially if they're a white guy, because I don't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. <laughs> and it's putting so much pressure on me. <laughs> also, I'm, like, really into nerdy guys, but I'm an extrovert with tits. And I don't know if you know this, but that is nerd kryptonite. <laughs> I can't get them to like look at me or talk to me. And when they do talk to me, it's online and they say really cute things. Like, hey, um, you spelled misogyny wrong. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <clears throat> it's like, oh, be still my heart. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have jokes. Uh, so, <laughs> I, <laughs> I um, originally I'm I'm from the Midwest. Um, I spent a lot of my time on TikTok uh, commenting on this guy's videos. Uh, <laughs> but actually, I'm from Ohio. If you look at a map, there's nothing west about it. It's like, <laughs> but nobody believes me when I tell them I'm Middle Eastern. So, I just stick with that. And I grew up with lesbian parents, and like, yeah, no reaction here, right? <laughs> but growing up, people were like, oh, two moms. <laughs> That's weird. Like, was it rough? Like, are you going to turn gay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's how it works, man. It's like, how many licks does it take till your college experiment returns gay? Does anyone know? <laughs> but like, living in San Francisco, it's, it's different concerns. It's like, Oh, two moms. Oh, in the Midwest. That's weird. Was it rough? Yeah, it was, it was really weird. Thanks for asking. It. 
we didn't even have a an ocean we just had a lake that you could set on fire like <laughs> it was pretty bizarre <laughs> that's a history joke you guys <laughs> um <laughs> I, I i like uh san francisco though because people are really friendly and it's really cool like they're really environmentally conscious like using uh used pieces of tin foil to freebase <laughs> heroin with a used needle so it doesn't go up straws nose <laughs> turtles noses like you know that's really cool that's <laughs> and the friendliness man i was just at the bus stop and this uh this nice gentleman pulls over a car he rolls his window and he's like hey baby girl do you need a ride <laughs> like what <laughs> that's so friendly <laughs> So kind. This guy offers me a ride, a job, and he says he can protect me. <laughs> but I had to turn him down, man. I'm like, look, I am a strong, independent hustler, and I don't need a man to help me sell my body, dude. I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have this, uh, uh, like, body, body image issues. Anyone else really insecure but you want to admit it right now? Okay, so... I'll give you the microphone. You get to <laughs> like uh, I uh, have the I have this body weight where I just like look like I'm pregnant all the time, and uh, I'm I'm trying to use it to my advantage. Like when I'm on the bus and it's full of people, I just kind of like waddle on there with my hand on my belly button. <laughs> this look on my face, like I'm holding a fart, like <laughs> like maybe someone will notice. Man, would you like to sit down? Like oh my god. <laughs> priority seating that's so kind you know you have a cane and everything and they'll start asking me questions like well how far along are you <laughs> oh yeah just like uh, two more stops <laughs> like the belly I was like oh, like 29 years I don't know <laughs> I'm trying to like find the the pregnant fetishists because it's out there I know it is you know and they'll see me out there on the street, smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, hey, you wanna have a threesome? I got this. <laughs> Make my next shot a double, man. I'm drinking for two, you know? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really approachable. Uh, it's, a, it's an issue. Like, uh, I see not right now because everyone's wearing masks, but often there's like people with a resting bitch face, you know, and I see it and I'm so jealous. Like, I want that. Like, I have this resting, helpful lady face. And it sucks, man. I, like, I can't sit alone on public transportation, like even during COVID. I'm like, they're like, sit down right next to me. They, they just feel safe. They're like, oh, you look like a kindergarten teacher. Like, maybe she'll know what to do if an active shooter's on the bus. Like, I don't know. People ask me for directions all the time. Big mistake. Because I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> like, but I'll, I'm really helpful. I'll, I'll help them. I'll just make their night into like a riddle. <laughs> like I'll turn, like make it an adventure. Like, okay, well, maybe you want to go here. And no, actually, go over here. You know what? Can you answer riddles? Because if you go under this bridge, that homeless guy's actually a troll. You know, just. <laughs> and when I get a hey girl, what are you doing alone in the city? <laughs> alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. What? I'm not alone. I'm with all my friends. Can't you see them? Look, we have Stalin, Mussolini, and Hitler. We're going to band practice. You, do you want to come? Like, where are you going? I thought we were soulmates. I don't 
The worst case of helpful lady face I ever had is when I was at a concert and a stranger just hands me their baby and says, will you take her? She's scared. <laughs> scared? She's about to be more scared. You think I'm not going to sell that baby? Like, <laughs> like I'm trying to afford her in the Bay Area. I mean, <laughs> shouldn't have trusted me. I don't know. Did you guys hear about the great toilet paper scare of 2020? Was anyone afraid that they didn't know how to wash their butt without toilet paper? Because <laughs> that was the most concerning thing for me. Like, what are we going to do? I'm like, uh, don't you have showers? I don't know. Um, well, I stocked up on a bunch of toilet paper, but nobody told me how quickly I was going to go through batteries, man. Like, because <laughs> I'm lonely, you know? It's like <laughs> the back order on Amazon. precious metals from the earth that people yeah sometimes I think about like how uh ethical it is that my like friends like will sling rocks because I'm like they're taking this product from usually South America and they're cutting it and they're selling it in little bits so some hippie in the midwest could vibe with their amethyst and uh, <laughs> I just don't think that rock slinging is an ethical choice I I uh arrived in San Francisco as one of those like hate street kids you know like that like ironically get hated on all the time <laughs> uh, and, and and I experienced classes in man because when I first came here I had like a backpack and a dog and these kids would come up to me and they'd be like um, hey kid you want to do some acid with me <laughs> I'm like, okay cool but now I live here I don't have the backpack I don't have the dog and those same kids will come up to me and they'll be like hey <coughs> excuse me ma'am would you like to buy some drugs from me? And I'm like, man, that's classist. That's <laughs> One like, minute. You think just because I have a shower. I wanna <laughs> yeah, sure, thank you. <laughs> you know, I like to support little businesses uh, <laughs> the best I can. <laughs> I, uh, COVID's a really good time to break up with a clingy boyfriend. You know, I agree, Pam, because it's like if you're not going to give me <laughs> the hundred yards that the court recommended, you can give me the six feet that the CDC recommends. Right. Come on. Man, we quit drinking together. I started drinking alone instead. I think that might <laughs> have something to do with it. I noticed like in California, uh, people get really sensitive when it comes to language. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but. You know, it, it's good to check yourself. You not not hurt anybody, but I realize I can't say the R word anymore. Like anytime I even try to accuse someone of uh, being a, a Republican, they get so mad. <laughs> they get so. But I get it. It's it's because they put a retard in the White House. <laughs> All right, thank you, everyone. Yay! Keep clapping for Rachel Benson. Yay! Hooray! Oh my gosh. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Ha! Waka, waka, waka! Your next comedian, super funny lady, clap your hands together, everybody. For Christy, yay! Hello. Ah, clap it up for Pam. Yay. Yes. Thank you, Pam. 
You are my second favorite, Pam, after the cooking spray. <laughs> um, isn't it weird how like we have sort of, we're now just sort of edging into that orange tier and people are glamorizing their COVID lives, their pre-COVID lives and they're like, oh, oh my God. Remember when we could just like go to a museum and lick the paintings? Like it's gonna be so weird after this. Like I'm not gonna remember what a Van Gogh tastes like and it's the new normal. <laughs> um, the before times was a, was a great time to online date because you know, less risk and the last time I went on an app date, it was at a wine bar downtown and the guy had just gotten his Ancestry.com results and he was like really proud about how diverse he was. And he was like, yeah, I got like DNA everywhere. Like even like .001, like just every, like name a region, name a region. And I was like, um, okay, Southeast Asia. And he said, name another region. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> a pretty big region to exclude. <laughs> really over-promised and under-delivered. And I was, ugh. I would just rather like you go really hard in the other direction and brag about how white you are. Just be like, my great-grandfather was an egg white omelet. His mother was a piece of vintage lace. Her father was just a white sheet with two eye holes. Oh no. He was at the Capitol earlier this year. <laughs> Shit. Um, you know what's worse than a gender reveal party? A Zoom gender reveal party. <laughs> Boo! Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I went to one of these this, this pandemic. <laughs> I missed the other one last pandemic. I wasn't alive. Um, and you know, they'd have this thing where you cut the cake and if it's pink inside, it's a girl. And if it's blue inside, it's a boy. And the baker messed up and inside it was just a plain white vanilla cake. And my first thought was, oh my God, she's not carrying it to term. It's an abortion <laughs> reveal. <laughs> I mean, either that or she was trying to tell us that the cake is gonna be very privileged and have a great life. Like th the cake is gonna be super, the cake is gonna brag about getting into Princeton on his own with no help. The cake is gonna be like, I can't be racist. I married a tiramisu and my best friend is a tres leches. <laughs> so, so I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> So something that I've been thinking about is, you know, Pam was talking about feminism earlier, and it reminded me of this bizarre fact that I recently learned, which was that women did not gain the right to serve on juries in all 50 states until 1973. Wow. Is that not crazy? Because they were seen as unfit and too emotional to serve on juries, and... I think that's really, really cute because the quintessential narrative of jury deliberations in our culture is called 12 angry men. <laughs> 12 angry men. Only these white men could get away with being angry but not emotional. 
Just like, we're not angry. We're not emotional. We just have somewhere better to be. <laughs> One guy is like, I was going to go to the old ball game. And another guy's like, I was going to cheat on my wife. And another guy's like, I was going to cheat on my wife with his wife. And that's why we're angry. Something else that I learned, I work at a law firm. One of the lovely fun facts I learned is, did you know that the old trope of slipping on a banana peel is not just in the cartoons? It's based on real case law. There was a slew of slip and fall cases in the 1900s where people would legit slip on a banana peel and then sue the owner or operator of wherever they slip, like a train station, whatever. And um, it always turned on, like, what color was the banana peel? Because if it was really, like, dark and old and black and had been there for a while, I would call it a Clarence Thomas, if you will. Uh, old, black, and had been there for a while. Uh, you know. One minute. <laughs> then, you know, you can, you know then you can expect that the owner and operator would have removed it. But if it, somebody just dropped it, you know, it's not negligence. And I'm just like, I can't believe there were actual debates about banana peels in court in the early 1900s. There's a famous case from 1911, and I'm, I like to envision the closing argument where the attorney was just like, now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, just kidding, ladies can't even be on juries and they can't even vote as it should be. <laughs> They're emotional. Anyway, gentlemen of the jury, white gentlemen of the, well-to-do white gentlemen of the jury, I assure you that this peel in question was dry as the day is long. And if you do not vote and fine for my client, you'll end up just like her, overturned on a peel. Wah, wah. All right, I'm Christy Bonnet. Thanks, guys. Yay! Hooray, Christy. Oh, we'll put it on the on the little stand. Yay! She's a lawyer. We'll figure out your way out of there. Yes. Absolutely. I had an incredibly painful period the other day. And uh, no, I, I thought I, I thought I actually aborted the ghost of Scalia. Uh, but it turns out that the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. Ah! <laughs> yeah! Big benches, voluminous robes. I'm a little person. <laughs> oh, I can read. Oh, no. I wouldn't know how to make choices of my own. I, you know, I had my first abortion in 1995. And I know, 26 years ago. And, and I... Well, I only have one regret about that abortion, and that it, you know I didn't have the kid uh, because right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. Twenty six, right? Like I'm, I'm forty six, so I made a mistake in nineteen ninety five. Is what I'm saying. I just should have seen that through, you know. <laughs> Dividends in the end, friends. Uh, we have, we'll see if we have time for two more. Are you guys, can, are you, can you stick in for two more comics? Are you okay? you got your masks on. You're doing great. You're like, it's cold, but we can handle it. <laughs> yes. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together. In Mike Bonds, where are you? Were you outside or inside? I'm blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Everybody put your hands together for Mike Bonds. These are all clean. 
These are all clean mics. They've all been disinfected, and then you just plug it in. Yay! Yay! Right. Can you hear me, guys? All right. Yay. Jeez, I didn't even know I was going up. Guys, keep clap it up for the only black guy out here tonight, right? Yeah, right? No, there was another black guy, I think, but, you know, we're far few in between, so still clap it up anyway, you know? Still clap it up anyway, guys. Um, Rush Limbaugh died last month. Is anybody concerned about that? No? No, we're not really concerned? Well, the fact that he died during Black History Month, now we can clap it up, you know? Right, that's gonna go down in history. Rush Limbaugh died during Black History Month. What a great time to be alive, right? <laughs> what a great time to be alive, right? Seriously. 2021 has brought a lot of new things to me. It's brought a lot of uh, new ways to wipe my ass, you know? You know what I mean? Because before this whole thing started, it was really scarce. Everybody was worried about how we're gonna wipe our ass. I know somebody <laughs> talked about that earlier, but you know, really though, we had to get creative, right? I use my son's t-shirt, you know, really cool. I use a, my my wife's new puppy. We got a puppy, you know, I wipe my ass with a puppy. Hey, it was soft, you know, soft and nice. So why not, you know, why not? She's like, ew, <laughs> right? <laughs> he didn't care. He just wanted to play, you know, they just want to play, right? Try it. I'm sure he'll be okay with it. You have a dog. <laughs> no, don't try that. I'm just joking. Don't try wiping your ass with your dog if you're out of tissue, right? helps though uh, anyway yeah so 2021 you know a lot of things are happening our phones are watching us you guys agree that our phones are watching us these days right they're taking too much data and information on us right it's kind of strange you know they're starting to know more about us our, my phone knows more about me than i do you know the other day i was using a Waze app and my phone was like hey mike there's a popeyes about a half a block away would you like to skedaddle on over there i'm like you know what phone we got to talk about this one day but I got a couple minutes to kill. Go ahead and get me there, you know? Seriously, man. And it's telling me how, how I need to get smarter, you know? Don't you hate it when your phone tells you to download an app to get smarter? Isn't that crazy, you know? It's like, download this app to get just a little bit smarter, but first you gotta pay $6. Well, I feel stupider already, you know? I feel stupider already, you know? A little bit about myself, guys. I don't wanna be uh, too much up here, but I got a big ass head. Clap it up if you got a big head. Come on now. <laughs> This guy knows he's hiding it under that thing there, right? Right? We got to we got to start we got to start embracing our big heads these days, you know? We really do. You know, big head people, you know, I went to go buy a hat the other day and the dude at the hat store, he made me feel kind of bad about myself. He was like, "Check it out, big man. It's going to be 8 to 12 weeks before we uh, get your size in." You know, the head's a little round, you know. It's got an orbit going on around it, so, you know, it's going to be a little tough. And I realized I had a big ass head when I looked at my son the other day and I was like, damn, he's got a big ass head too. It's like, he don't get it from his mama, you know? I realized a couple conversations I'm gonna have to have with my son one day. Son, this is how you deal with the police and this is, you got a big ass head, son, I'm sorry. This is, you know, both conversations are equally as important, you know? They really are, you know? Don't sit in the front row, son, never. You will get slapped in the back of your head, son. You will get slapped, you know? Any vegetarians out here? Any? Come on now. I think I see a few. I, I, yeah, I can tell. You have vegetarian vibes. You a vegetarian? You tried to be? Okay, tried. Mostly, yeah, you're like me. I tried, you know, it lasted for about two weeks, you know. I'm telling you. Can I tell you the best part about being a vegetarian for me? 
it was taking a good shit, right? She's like, I remember, right? Yeah, I still talk about that. It's legendary, you know? It is. You know, you can't do that just regularly eating meat, you know what I mean? There's real, real things going on there. Seriously, guys. One minute. One minute. I'm, I'm going to be your one minute man now, guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to try to make you laugh in one minute here, you know? I'm just going to end this thing on talking about white people because I love white people so much. You know, I really do. I really, you, you don't understand. You know, these are some serious times. we got to start embracing every race, especially white people right now, especially white men right now. You know, you guys are going through a lot. You guys need a hug or something like that, you know. No, I'm just joking. But if you need a hug, I'm offering free hugs, you know. Really, I am, man. You know, because that's all the world needs is just a hug, just a big old giant hug, right? You know, because my buddy was asking me the other day. He's like, hey, Mike, man, can I say it? It's like, what? He goes, you know, the N-word. I was like, what do you mean, narcissistic? <laughs> is, that what the, is that the word you're looking for, man, narcissistic? He's like, no, the other N-word. I'm like, oh, the other N-word. Well, check it out, man. If you want to say the other N-word, how's your credit score, first of all? And he's like, it's pretty good. I was like, will you give me your credit card? And every time you charge it, I'm going to charge you. Excuse me, I say, you guys know, I'm. It's a, it's a cold night right here. My nuts and nipples are shivering, so, you know, okay, right. Every time you use it, I'm going to charge the shit out of you. That was the that was the punchline. Yes, thank you, Christy, for that. You guys, I'm going to bring Pam back up to the stage, the lovely Pam, Pam Benjamin, Mutiny Radio. Yay, Mike Bonds, everybody, Mike Bonds. Mike Bonds. And his chocolate chicken. All right, we have one. We have one comedian left, and he's a very funny man. And I'm glad that he's here. And thank you all for hanging out. Oh, we've got this thingy. And if you have liked the show and you've enjoyed yourself, you can put money in it, or you can always Venmo us. We have a Venmo. It's at Mutiny Radio, and it's silly because it has a Bert and Ernie logo. And you'd be like, well, why doesn't it have a real logo? And it doesn't. And I don't. Don't ask me. I'm not good with money. I'm an artist. So everything's going to be okay. <laughs> no, it's Mutiny Radio, all one word. There's another one that's like Mutiny Radio FM. There's a bunch of fake ones. I mean, it's I'm so small, but why do I have haters? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a terrible person because I'm a witch. <laughs> with the <laughs> I'm sorry. Men have a problem with the witchy energy. I know. And they're like, I'm going to make a thing that's going to be. You can't. Once someone makes a Venmo, you can't take it off because they're like, well, you can't have their bank information. And let's waste. Let's not waste these minutes. Put your hands together for your next comedian. Josh Kahn. Yay. You want to know a special secret, Pam? And this is not a joke. Uh. You get haters because you're out here doing it for these people. You're not doing it for yourself. You're not doing it to be, get five minutes at the punchline. You're not doing it to get famous. You're doing it so that these fine people, cold people in the street, can laugh. It is balls cold. You, got, you know it's cold in San Francisco when you see people shooting up their two jackets and a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold, baby. Groundhog did not see a shadow, baby. I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, I'm from Oakland. My name is Josh Kahn. I just flew here from East Oakland, and boy, are my arms tired of heroin needles. Too dark to open with that? Okay. No, I'm from Oakland. You guys been to the marches? You guys been out there protesting? I see a lot of you no-justice, no-peace people being pretty complacent these days. Is everybody uh, doing their part for social justice? I want to try something here. here we, we're going to try some audience participation. Check it out. What do we want? 
Get your shit together, guys. Nachos! <laughs> Nachos. Guys, the answer is mushrooms. What we want is mushrooms, okay? Let's try this again. What do we want? Mushrooms! When do we want them? Now. No, no, no. Time is an illusion. It's just any <laughs> anytime. Uh, my name is Josh Kahn. Oh, you guys are so sweet for being here. Thank you for just for hanging out, for living your life, for keeping it real, man. COVID or not, I got my mask. You know what? This is a clean, sanitized mic. I'll go. I'll give you guys a look at my gorgeous face. This gorgeous interracial face is Korean and Jewish. If you were wondering, if you're playing interracial bingo at home, I'm Korean and Jewish. That means I can mix your K-pop album on a budget. Get with me. Get with me. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing here, you guys. It's crazy. It's crazy. People are worried. People are people are people are going off about COVID. People are really concerned. Vaccine, all this stuff. I don't know why people are freaking out. Do you, you guys have a regular place to go test, right? Yeah. Like I don't I don't know why everyone's freaking out about having a regular place to go test. I just took my COVID test online. I got an 85. I got about 85, 85 IQ. Uh, <laughs> people, are, people are complaining, oh, the gyms are closed. I put on all this weight because the gyms are closed. I can't 